door to get into the barbershop, mm-hmm. the freaking mall, the restaurant. I'm, I'd rather go somewhere else yep. where I don't feel hassled. I mean, as a, as a black man, I already feel hassled walking around certain <laughs> stores any damn way. Right. I'm not pulling out a car. To the Cup Check Podcast. This is where buddies get together, discuss sports, relationships, culture, current events, everything in between. Nothing's off limits. We've been friends for over 20 years or something like friends. And uh, tolerable. <laughs> we, we rarely agree on anything, but tolerable uh, acquaintances. Rarely agree on anything, but you know, we have a good time. And uh, what do we have in our cups today, Roy? Oh, that's me. Some cheap shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, today was pretty basic. We kept it simple today. Well, not basic. What we're drinking is pretty high end. Um, Belvedere, age fifteen year, cherry cast. Nice for those Scotch people that want to know. But because these guys are weak, we added a little cranberry juice just to kind of mellow it out, and then also make sure that people were able to talk during this time. Right, There's a lot of slurring going on right now. Well, what's going to happen? Who are these guys? Don't offend anybody in the room. I don't know your name. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Robert. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, Cliff. JT. Some call me Doris. Roy. <laughs> I like that, that weird pause <laughs> by design. That awkward <laughs> silence, huh? Like that. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, we're going to jump straight into it. So, first topic. Kyrie Irving has been in the news a lot lately, obviously, with him holding out, not getting the vaccine. Uh, Stefan Marbury had a post and or actually was on his live and said, Ali will be proud of you. So, like, just from that statement, like, everybody's been going crazy. Like, how you compare him to Ali and da-da-da-da-da. Uh, so, you know, just want to get you guys' thoughts on Kyrie's stance, kind of the mandate in general and kind of, you know, what y'all think about what Stefan Marbury said. Is, is is he the new Muhammad Ali? Who want to attack this one first? Um, <clears throat> it's kind of blasphemous to uh, compare anybody to the greatest of all time, you know, to a lot of people. And so when people compare uh, Kyrie and what he's doing to what Ali was doing <clears throat> in the 60s and the 70s, protesting against the war, had his title stripped away because he didn't go to a war that he uh, disagreed with. And so, um, I don't know, it's a, that's a p- tough pill to swallow for a lot of people, uh, that comparison. I don't know. I don't know if I'm down to go down that road uh, in comparing him to what Ali did. But, uh, I mean, he's sticking to his guns. And so, uh, you know, I mean, that, that's how he feels. I'll make this simple. Hell no, he ain't no Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, like to your point, yes, all those things. But just alone, Kyrie's always been just this random, contrarian type dude, like always going against the grain type of dude. Like, I question whether he cares about basketball to begin with. I mean, this is not the first time he stood up or stayed out or something just because he's just like, oh, I just don't feel like doing it. I mean, that's just how he rolls. So right. I don't – I wouldn't put him in a pair of to Muhammad Ali. However, I do respect his decision. I mean right. – like you said, we, we had to pre, pre-talk pre before, and it's easy to say that when you have $100 million probably sitting in your bank. You right. know, 
But then we'll see how this happens or what occurs when those checks stop coming in. Right. You know, because it's easy to say that you do depend on that money. Absolutely. But that that will that's that's what we'll see when the season starts if he's really serious. Did y'all see his live? Like what he said yeah. on his live? Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't catch that. One of the things that I'm like, he was promised. He said he says he was promising exemption from the Nets, and so now he's not getting it. So I feel like. That's one of his like arguments is that he was promised an exemption. It's New York, um, but yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like they can't, you know. That, that's that's what the what the mandate is in that city. Period. Mm-hmm. They can't promise you what they can't give. Right. <laughs> you know? Like he probably had an exception before that, but I mean, like you said, when New York comes in, it's like across every. It doesn't. You're not. No one's safe. So get with it or get traded. So um, I wouldn't say he was the new Muhammad Ali. I would say he's more of like a Colin Kaepernick, in my opinion, right? So he's taking a stand. You know, Kaepernick took a stand of what he believed wasn't right, and that's what Kyrie is doing. Now, and when I was reading about his reasoning, it was regarding, you know, people losing their jobs and the mandates and how it affects the common people, right? And we can all turn on TV and see all these companies that Mm -hmm. are laying off people or suspending people over these mandates and whatnot. It's not fair. So somebody needs to take a stand. I mean, whether you're anti-vax, pro-vax, you know, whatever, you know, it's not right to be mandated to do stuff, you know. And and I feel as though, you know, people like to say, oh, well, as kids, we were mandated to get vaccines to go to school. Yeah, that's that's true to a certain extent. But, you know, I was a pediatric nurse at one time, you know. So there was a certain religious community that always came to my job and always got an exemption from getting those those same Mm -hmm. vaccines that other people were mandated on getting. But, you know, now with this, there's no religious exemption, right? It's either you get it or you don't work. Now, I know this man has like over 100 million or whatever. He's made over 100 million in his career. So he, I'm, I'm pretty sure if the check stopped, he'd still be good. But, you know, I appreciate him taking a stand, you know, because I just don't feel it's right for people to, you know, be going through this. Our economy from, you know, the California to New York, whatever. Like, for example, I was reading about one of these upcoming games where, um, the visiting player who's not vaccinated can play in New York, but Kyrie can't. Like, make it make sense. Right. Like, That's this right. man isn't vaccinated. He's coming to New York. Mm-hmm. He can play in Madison Square or Barclays or whatever, but Kyrie can't? Like, like what's the rationale? I don't get the rationale in that. Is that based off of your residency? Like, were you registered as a resident? It shouldn't matter. If the person's unvaccinated, they're unvaccinated. True. So, I'm just saying you know, regardless, you're still letting this visiting player play who's unvaccinated, but None you're making this man sense. do it. Yeah. None of it makes sense. All, all the all the the mandates that they put in place, like none of it makes sense. Getting tested and doing all this other stuff, like at the end of the day, all right, you got to get tested uh, three days before you come. In those three days, I'm not gonna be sitting in my house in a bubble, right? Not, you know what I mean? Like, so what's happening between now and then the third day? Like, I could still have it by the third, like you know what I mean? So it's, I feel like a lot of it is about people feeling comfortable. You want to make people feel safe, right? To the illusion of being safe. And at the end of the day, it's just not realistic. Like, you know what I mean? When we, before all this, we go to the store, there's a chance you go to the store and somebody cough and you get the flu or like whatever else. Like, you know what I mean? You catch a cold because a little kid, a little snotty-nosed kid was playing with your kid. Like, it's just, it's something that, it's just an inherent risk, right? You can't, we can't avoid it. Like, it's not, it ain't going away. It ain't something we're going to be able to avoid. Um, I don't think he's Ali, but I, like, I feel like at the end of the day, they both stand in protest of like, the state or the whatever the the government's power to dictate their 
ability to do whatever they want to do with their own body or with their, you know, what they want to do with their life. So from that aspect, I get it. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go all the way Marbury and say, you know, <laughs> he's uh, the next yeah. Ali. But what I, one, I, I, it bothers me the people that have been coming out the woodworks, making comments. Like the one that stood out to me was Stephen A. Did y'all see him? Like he went on and started. I, I can't stand him anyway. He's such a clown. But he was going nuts and like, what are you, you know, how could you do that? You know, who's gonna be interested in what you have to say when you disappear from the game of basketball and da 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 like. Just going so on and he, on and on. I'm like, man, shut up. Yeah, he's one of those guys that needs the drama because yeah, he has right. to have something to talk he about. He has to on it, David. But but I was seeing, I saw the same thing, right? I'm like, why are you so entwined? Right. Why are you so worked up about what this man, man chooses or not? I mean, we should all. I mean, this is supposedly land of the free, right? You should have some type of freedom of choice, you know. In regards to the vaccine, like I said, I'm not pro. I'm not anti. I just feel like it should be a choice. You know, it's not mm -hmm. nothing that we do in the healthcare industry is a hundred percent, right? So uh, you know, I've given all type of shots from from kids from birth all the way to adults, right? None, nothing's gonna a hundred percent stop you from getting whatever it is you're giving the shot for. And they have studies that say, you know, even with the COVID vaccine, you can still get COVID and transmit it. Yep. So you know, so then I see the people arguing on social media, which I stay out of because I just don't want <laughs> don't want to entertain that, but. If I'm vaccinated, why do I give a damn about what you have right. going on, right? I should be, I should feel like, oh, okay, I protected myself and my family. It's for you, not for yeah. anybody else. It's not about, okay, if you're not vaccinated, that's totally your choice. But I should feel like, okay, I got this shot for a reason. I'm protected. But it seems like now <laughs> everybody has their freaking, they're worried about what the next person is doing. That's just the culture we live in all the time. Yeah, it's that. But then it's like, like you said, a freedom of choice. But that freedom of choice has a price attached to it. That freedom of choice has a price attached to it, you know. So, as soon as money, since soon these things became approved and all this stuff, there's money tied to it. So, like, yeah. if you're compromising me money, all those all those rights you had <coughs> going on, that goes out the window because you're compromising my bottom line, and that's what it comes down to. Like, if it, if that if the money wasn't an issue, if it wasn't like a government thing that they're looking to, to, to control or drive the narrative, you're gonna have a whole different reaction. But since they can, that's what you're gonna do. Like, well, we can mandate this. Oh, we're mandating it, but you know, that it's a butt tied to it, but again, it comes down to price. Like, you got freedom, but yeah, you affect my pocketbooks. I'm going to put something around that freedom for you. Right, right. It's not like Kyrie's like a cashier at CVS. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's, exactly. He's making millions and mil upon millions of dollars. What's wrong, what's wrong with cash, being a cashier? Hey, it's nothing. I use I, I use that example because I was a cashier at CVS right. back in the day. You sure was. 2003 to 2004. <laughs> so the full 12 months. Yeah. But, like, nobody's paying $200 to sit in CVS. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, people spend their hard-earned money to see Kyrie Irving dribble basketball like none other, right? And so um, it's uh, it's just one of those things. <laughs> Stop touching the It's mic, like dude. one of those things <laughs> where um, people think that he has, a, like, a heightened responsibility to get the shot because he makes so much money, right? And he's compensated for whatever risks are entailed in the shot, you know? And so, um, I mean, I mean so, it's a deeper question there, too. So even with the shot, right, as mentioned, so if he got the shot, because, I mean, on a daily basis, there's people who get the vaccine and test positive with COVID, mm -hmm. you know, after you've gotten the vaccine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that man could be, playing in Barclays one day and then grocery shopping for the family 
at the store and still contract COVID. You know, so it's like you're exposed on a daily basis, whether yeah. you're playing at, at Barclays or Madison or wherever, Staples, or, or you walking through the grocery store or Walmart or Target or whatever, man, gas station. Who knows? You know, it's just you sh- people got to stop being so worried about what this next person does or doesn't do with their life. Yeah. As long as you got the shot and you feel like, hey, I'm, I'm protecting me and my family, Cool. It's a controlled narrative, like we said. Like it's a controlled narrative. Like, it, like you, can, like you said, you can still catch it, and then it's like, oh, well, we sorry, you got it. What happens next? Nothing. Nothing. Like, <laughs> but the fact that we said, oh, you had okay, we put this box around y'all. Y'all said this is what we said what you need to do. You did it, but then I still got sick, or I still caught it, whatever the case may be. Oh well, we ain't figured that part out yet. So you know what they said about that? They said, oh well. We're not saying you can't get it. We're saying it'll lessen the effects of, of well, your symptoms. Well, it keeps symptoms. you out the hospital, That's right? Saying. But it doesn't keep you out the hospital. Right. right. There's, it, it, depends it depends on the person. Exactly. They don't That's, know. And the, <laughs> the one thing that the science has shown is that people who are vaccinated, people who are unvaccinated, they carry the same viral load. It is. As Absolutely. They, they both carry the same viral load. So if, if I'm unvaccinated, you're vaccinated, we both have the same symptoms and all that stuff, and I cough, you cough, mm-hmm. it's the same viral load that goes out. As if somebody who wasn't unvac- who was unvaccinated, you know what I mean? right. so it's just I don't know. It's whatever. a crowd control it's thing. Mess, like this whole thing I want to go somewhere. I, I gotta be vaccinated. Oh shit! Fine, fuck it. I'm gonna party, so I'm gonna go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. like I want to go to this game, so I'm gonna do it. But that again, it's it's a crowd control. It's controlling the narrative. Like, but then, like you said, once it starts affecting people's pocketbooks, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when people for. finally mm-hmm. you know start taking a stand, like, look, I'm not like I'm vaccinated, right? Now I, I can say that I don't give a shit, right? You know, but still, there's places in L.A. County that I'm not going to pull up to a restaurant right. and show a vaccine card. Right. I just, I'd rather go I don't want to be inconvenienced like that. Yeah, right. I, that's, a, that's a hell of an inconvenience to have right. to walk around with a vaccine card in my pocket just to show it to get into the barbershop, mm-hmm. the freaking mall, the restaurant. I'm, I'd rather go somewhere else yep. where I don't feel hassled. I mean, as a, as a black man, I already feel hassled walking around <laughs> certain stores any damn way. Right. I'm not pulling out a card, you know, to show that I did the shot, even though I've done it. I'm yeah. cool. I think it's temporary. So, principle. Yeah, it's once temporary. once these stores and places, pocketbooks start getting affected, mm-hmm. oh, I think things will change. There'll be adjustments. No, I'm fully vaccinated also. And, uh, you know, like you said, I'm, it's, it's natural to have a healthy degree of skepticism, right? A healthy skepticism with anything. Um, with Kyrie, I think that it's about availability, right? Because if he's unvaccinated, they're saying that he's more susceptible com- to contracting COVID, right? And then if he's like in the COVID protocol, he's missing games. I, I, that's that's the way that I understood it. Well, but yeah, that's not. how they're looking at it because, like, okay, you're you're focused on you instead of the team. So we're so it's probably a ton of people that feel like Kyrie, but they decided to get it because they're like, all right, well, we don't compromise the team. Blah 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 blah. Wiggins, Wiggins, Wiggins like all these people. It. Like, I, I actually, I I personally feel like that's why LeBron got it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't think he really agreed with it, but he did it because he's like, all right, well, I don't want to be the one that's holding us back. So so speaking of the protocols that Dorsey just mentioned, right? So I was watching preseason, and all these guys are supposedly vaccinated or whatnot. Why are they still wearing masks on the bench? Why are the people in the crowd who have, to, who have to wear... It's the illusion <laughs> of safety. Exactly. You have, to, you have to show either a vaccine or negative test to get in the building. Why are y'all? Why are the whole audience wearing masks? Still got to wear the mask. Like, that tells you right there that it makes. It makes zero sense. It's just something sense. just to None do because it, it looks sense. good. It makes zero it's sense. All for man. the illusion. Let's push the safety. idea of wearing masks. Hey, you got a vaccination card to be in to begin with, but put a mask on too because people at home are watching. They're like, hey, you know what? 
Jerry, I have a mask on. Let me make sure I wear mine. It's, all, it's, it's illusion of safety, like you said. Yeah. Illusion of safety. Yeah. All right, man. We can talk about that all day. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hot mess. Um, the other thing that's a hot mess is cancel culture, <laughs> right? Uh, cancel culture has come a long way. <laughs> so is it going too far? Is it the right thing to do? Like, what? So the, the most recent example was Dave Chappelle. Um, with his stand-up, I mean, they're trying to get it, you know, people are trying to get taken off of Netflix. Netflix is saying, hell no, like, basically not taking it off. You can choose to watch it, choose not to watch it. Um, we got Gruden in the news for his emails and things that he said. Uh, we'll start with those two. But we got, you know, I mean, I mean it's, cancel culture is, is, is a thing. You know what I mean? So, so what's, is it too, is it going too far, I guess, is what, is what I'm, Here's a question before we get into that. Um, has cancel culture always been around? Like, is cancel culture a new phenomenon? Or has it always been around and we just didn't call it cancel culture? We called it by a different name. I think it's 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 been around, but mm-hmm. it hasn't been as prevalent as it is now. Mm-hmm. I feel like now, we're in this, you know, it's such a PC culture that one little statement, they're like, oh, no. Not buying their stuff no more. Not you know. Let's not listen to their music. Let's not do this. So I feel like it's it's people are, are quicker to do it. Obviously, social media is a part of that because I feel like now people have access to these people you know that they didn't previously have, right? So we have we have way more access to celebrities, way more access to you know uh, athletes and things like that to know their personal life. Like back in the day, if there was social media when Jordan was was hooping, like. The, sh- the type of stuff that he said, you know, that you know, the, the yeah. beating up teammates and all that stuff. You know, people would have been like, "Oh hell no, man!" But like, we didn't find that stuff out till later, right. you know. Um, so I think that plays a part, you know, just in the fact that we know so much about these people now. Mm-hmm. Access, you yeah. know, I think it's sad. You know, the, you know, I probably I do think it's been around for a long time, right? But it's sad to where it affects the livelihood of people. You know, you have comedians like, and I was thinking about this a while back, even before the new Chappelle thing. How are these men, gonna, men and women, gonna make a living? Like, you can't say anything now without offending right. somebody. Right. You know, you offend somebody, then you have to come out with the apology, and then it just takes the whole art away from it, right? Rappers, you know, or artists, you know, or whatever, they can't even sing or rap about certain things without somebody getting offended. Then you're affecting somebody's livelihood. You know, you just want to cancel them. How are they going to support themselves, their family, you know, whatnot? I, you know, it, it's crazy that people feel like they have the power to just cancel somebody's career. Mm-hmm. Those apologies are the worst. They, they are. <laughs> they come on terrible. TV and they're like, Cause you don't I just want to say, you know, that I, I, I thought about what I said and I sincerely apologize. That's not what, like, man, shut up. You meant what you said. Just, right. you know, right, just, right, right. just, you just didn't it. think it was Yeah, cool. I mean, it, it, it's coincidental how the uh, moment of clarity coincided yeah. with the stop payment of that check. It's true, right? It's, it's weird because it's like when you're a celebrity, yeah, like you're a hold to a higher regard in theory, right? But it's like when you're a celebrity or when you're famous, you're not allowed to be human. That's what it comes down to. We make mistakes. We say stuff. Everything. You know how much, how much shit I've said about various things in general just oh, because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We know. About y'all in this room <laughs> oh, yeah, just because. Oh, we know. Like, <laughs> but because I'm not at that level of a celebrity or whatever the case may be, True. the scrutiny is not behind me. I don't have social media following me. Like, I don't have to worry about a PR trip or worry about what I have to say. So right. you're not allowed to be human as, a, as, as being famous or being a celebrity. So. When you slip up, people are always looking for any and everything. 
I thought you yeah. had a blue check though, right? Well, it doesn't worry about okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so so even then yeah. though, like like for example, you ascend to celebrity status. People go back and look at your old tweets and your old messages yeah. that you posted, well, you looking for something to bring you down. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's crazy. These, these Gruden emails were what? 2010. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's right. And, I mean, and, and the crazy part yeah. is, like I talked about that too, was he's nowhere near the worst. The owners, right. the NFL and stuff. Do you, can you imagine the type of emails and the type of text messages and conversations these dudes have on right. a regular basis? He just happened to get caught. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he happened to be, you know, exposed and all that stuff. But it's 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 crazy. Man. It sucks for him. He's a trash coach anyway, so yeah. it's good that they got underneath <laughs> that contract. So, bye. But right. it sucks. Think, so you think the Raiders did that? <laughs> Look, all they, all they plan, get, all they plan. get out of that money, get out of that contract, man. Get this man That's a whole other conversation about his play calling. So they planted the, they know. planted the evidence. I mean, they, it's it's easy for them to say, oh, now he, then then you have people coming out woodwork saying, oh, he's always been a bigot. He's always been this type of dude. I'm like, where was this when he got hired? Y'all was all applauding. Right. Y'all was all, and I'll talk about someone for example, Keyshawn Johnson. Now, no, he's been saying it for years. He has been saying it for years. He's right. the only one that has said from jump. He's been in, he, like he's been whatever about him. Yeah. Like he's never really cared for him. Right. But he's the only one. But now you're hearing all these other people come out and say like, oh, he's always been like this. All these reporters, all these like insider guys, mm-hmm. all these other front off executives that worked with him. Oh, he's always been this dude. What? Where were y'all when when he got hired? Y'all was right. applauding and saying, oh, he's gonna change the culture around that team. Right. And da 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 da. And I'm just like, wait, you can't. You can't say stuff well, well, that's out true. of convenience. He did change the culture. No? Yeah, well, he did. Well, he, well, he did definitely change the culture, right? But I'm saying you can't say stuff out of convenience. It's like you're not like you're no better than him. Keep yeah. your mouth shut. All right. So then we got Meek Mill. Y'all seen his like album cover, his bus, and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So it was it was a white guy that actually started this whole thing because he was recording it and yelling. You know, do you guys see how he's portraying women, black women? Do you want to be portrayed like this? Like he's going off mm-hmm. on his uh, live feed, mm-hmm. and then that's how this whole thing kicked off. It was a white guy that started it. Like not even, not even no, no black girl that that says something. White dude, and this went off, and then uh, you know everybody jumped on board, and you know it's that that kind of went crazy to me too. I feel like it's, I get it. I mean, I, I see, I see what the what the man is saying, right? But ain't nobody stopping the music from coming out. Ain't nobody gonna stop going to the shows or whatever. Like it's just. These artists, like like what JT alludes to, like these artists make music. You have a choice to mm-hmm. listen or not listen. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have a, li- a choice to watch or not watch. Nobody, everybody, you know, not not trying to down, you know, women and, and women empowerment and all that stuff. But Meg and Cardi get up, shake their ass on the stage. They get a Grammy. Yeah, and everybody goes, they are so brave and courageous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> They're so brave and courageous for doing that. You know what I mean? But Shout then, out to them. I love that video. Yeah, it's great. Great, good times. Um, yeah. But but, uh, but you know they can wild out on on award shows and then being you know being labeled as courageous and brave or whatever. Uh, and then you got this man saying you know women black women do you want to be portrayed like this because of an album cover or you know the bus. So I feel like it's just you know it all it, again it goes back to that that PC world that we live in where everybody's offended by something mm-hmm. you know and then then people just got to jump on the bandwagon and get offended too. It's the convenience of calling out somebody on a double standard. <laughs> There's a whole like psychology that goes into imagery, right? Especially for for black people. Like, there's been like PhD courses on that, like <laughs> depreciated self worth through imagery, right? Me, Rob, we got daughters, right? Uh, we might feel some kind of way with uh, 
our daughter seeing those images and, um, you know, asking us the tough questions about, hey, why has this woman been over like that? Or, uh, <laughs> right. uh, what, what's that? Sure. What's going on here? <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, I, I was going somewhere with that. <laughs> That's what <it> was. <laughs> so, so let me chime, let me chime in real that quick. That man right? sipping. So, <laughs> so, I mean, we all sitting here at this table have social media, right? So you can just open up Instagram, for example, and scroll, and you'll see all type of women bent over, you know, half naked. You know, they they promoting their OnlyFans or whatever. Not always black. All day, every day. <laughs> I mean, you race. can just and I'm saying you don't even have to follow these people. You can just see it, you know, on your feed, you know. And let's go back 20 years when we were probably were in high school or whatnot. BET Uncut, you <laughs> know, or any of those channels, Is right? I mean, I mean, even even to this day, man, you can turn on YouTube, right, and just search art, rap artist videos or R and B videos. You are gonna see people, women dancing, for real provocative, right, in these videos. What's the difference? I mean, I get that his was an album cover. I mean, it's still yeah, visual. It's right. still visual where you can see a, a music video to this day. Where women are dancing provocative, they might even, they not naked, but they have they halfway there. Everybody's seen that two live crew album cover. Yeah, they they have they halfway there, you know, they halfway naked in the videos. You know, what's the difference? You know, it's just something for people to get behind in order to either advance their objective or program or or whatnot. But it just don't make no sense. Like if people look for the littlest thing to, to jump behind. But oh, he shouldn't be doing this. Well, turn on TV. I could turn on any of the, I don't want to name any of these rappers, but I could turn on uh, YouTube right now and search any of these current rappers and see a video with black women, any other race of women dancing provocatively, half-dressed. Mm -hmm. That's been the formula, though, for so many years. I mean, it goes back, I mean, I think I, I mentioned Two Live Crew, <laughs> but it, it that's always kind of been the formula to, like, get the culture's attention for some reason. I mean, we've all heard of the... Uh, expression sex sales mm -hmm. right and that ain't never going to change mm -mm. so i don't know um if i mean having these types of conversations it is important to have them right uh but can we do anything about something that's kind of run unchecked for so long right it's always been that way and yep. so it's going to continue to be that way until it becomes less profitable Right. True. Right. The money's in it. They're gonna keep doing it. Profitable for everybody it. that's making money off yeah. of it. Right? right. The record labels and everybody involved behind the scenes that's getting paid. Absolutely. Yeah. It can't just be the artist. It has to be everybody. That's right. Because that cleared somebody's desk in the boardroom. Of course. Right. In the room that that the decisions are being made in. Of course. So so speaking of still collecting checks, y'all still listening to R. Kelly's music? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> you don't? I don't. I mean, it's weird. I think I was kind of over Kells was for it, a minute. Was, was it after the conviction or was it before that? It was before that. Like, I stopped, I think, when he was, when was it the first time he kind of got, like, under, like, <clears throat> you know, these these investigations and stuff like right. that. I was kind of like, eh, all right, Kell. And then a couple albums are shitty, man. I right. it, I was over it. I was like, all right, I, like I'm not missing nothing out of my life if I right. stop listening to R. Kelly. And then I was just like, oh yeah, this motherfucker got some shit going on here. Like I know for a fact. And then all of a sudden, here we go. Ten years later, they're all finally bringing him to trial, or whatever. Surviving R. Kelly and how he's all reacting. And I'm just like, right. 
did I really miss something? Like growing up, yeah, he was part of my 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 growing up. I mean, yeah, R. Kelly, said R. Kelly, of course. Right. But now I'm like, I ain't missing nothing. Like I'm not go. I wouldn't go out to go to concerts and you to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now you're seeing all this stuff, and it's just like, hey, this dude had issues, oh, issues, man. like real shit. And then you think about, you listen to the music. And this is for me. Listen to the lyrics. I'm like. Oh, he ain't talking about no woman. Right. He's talking that's about what, this thirteen-year-old girl. That's like, what I, me, that, that, that's what it resonates with me, and when I hear it, I'm just like, that's what did it for me. Damn. He, he like, had a track I'm on to that, kid. Um, that collaboration album that he did with Jay Z called "Come yep. to Daddy," dog, and I can't <laughs> listen to that same way. Right. <laughs> and it's it's just that's what it is for me. I mean, like, oh shit. Yeah. It's it's one of those things. I'm just like, uh, yeah. now your context of your lyrics are different for me. So. And that's really the only reason. Otherwise, yeah. the dude's was, was talented as hell. Like, he's always been talented. But I, if I knew you were always thinking about little 13-year-old girls, I would probably would have never bought any album. And it's including public announcements. Can you listen to any R. Kelly albums or songs? R. Kelly songs? Like, Not even uh, you, you I Believe me. I Can Fly? He <laughs> say, did he save me album? <laughs> Chocolate Factory? <laughs> 12 Play? <laughs> Step in the Name of Love? And 12 Play. 12 Play. Yeah, twelve year old TP, playing outside TP, and playground. Dude. Exactly, <laughs> I, I, dog, man, damn. So I that's, that's what that. did it for me. That's I was like, different. I wasn't like intentionally trying to avoid his music, but I had listened to a couple, and then <laughs> that was the same thing. My first thought was, damn, he's probably talking about it like a little. Yeah, psychological effect on me, man. <laughs> right, right. JT still listens to it. Oh yeah, you goddamn right. I listen to it. <laughs> it's like, is he yeah. talking about a, a kid's jeep when he talking about you remind me of like the jeep? All right, like Barbie, 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 Barbie jeep. Barbie jeep. Barbie. <laughs> Fisher Price Jeep? What are you talking about? Hey, that so look. on a nine volt battery. Y'all ass too big to be in that little Jeep. So look, so look, so look. I still listen to Kills, right? We know. Now, yeah, yeah, you damn right. You can't. You probably know. listen to him on the way here. Let's see, was he on it? Nah, he wasn't on. But look, so if we can't, if we canceling this music, there's a lot of artists that you guys probably listen to right now. You're right. That you will stop You're listening right. to. Right, who? <laughs> Right. <laughs> Come Dang, on, man. I probably don't listen to him, do you? Yeah, right. There's a lot. Right, right, I mean, right, going right. back to the old artists, to the current artists, man, everybody, I feel like everybody, I'm not condoning what the man did, was accused of, convicted of, whatever. Like he's it. talented, right? You know, like Roy, like Roy said, he's mm. talented, you know, as far as his music. But everybody <laughs> has skeletons, right? Everybody. You know, whether they're <laughs> artists, whether they're actor, oh, actress, Absolutely. whatever. Everybody has some type of skeletons in their closet. They, that's that's, that's, that's Lou Gruden, for example. He mm-hmm. didn't think that crap from 10 years was going to come out. No. You know, but it came out, right? So he got a skeleton it's in his closet. True. And I'm pretty sure there's still more bones that it, haven't fell out that closet. Yeah, yet, my right? skeleton don't weigh less than 100 pounds. You, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so that's for me. That's where it kind of like messes up. My skeleton develops. My skeleton you know, develops. You know, Grown ass people. It's kind of weird though, man. Cause you my know, skeleton's not a right cursive. When I, when I listen to, when I listen to the music, you know, I'll be like, damn, who around? I'll be having to look around. Right. Like, okay, I want right. to. But then I remember, okay, one time when he went, when all this stuff first started happening to him, and somebody messaged, messaged me, like, oh, you still listening to the music? How could you? I said, if you don't get the fuck out of my inbox, <laughs> telling me, telling me what I, you know, you know what, what yeah, I can't. playing and, on his MySpace page. What I can and can't listen to. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, like Shut when, when you pull up to that stoplight. And that is like on the radio, and you gotta right. turn it down. Like, it ain't on the radio, you. You turn it down. right? No, I ain't like, got Kelly on the radio. Like subconsciously, 
you feel like, hey, man, something's wrong because this shit ain't, like, universally accepted. Right. You right. know? Like, so even though you still bump it, like, you you don't go past volume 10. <laughs> you you don't yeah, I, just, I feel like if, if we canceling music, you know, because we talking about music, we canceling artists, we be canceling a lot of people, right? No, I mean, true, I, we, even if we take it back to that's our true. high school days, man, I remember being in ninth grade, 10th grade. People, the, the girls in our grade was dating the, the seniors, and they had dudes that was past seniors Bro-bro. pulling up, pulling up to the school to pick them up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, man. come on, man, we we like 14. This dude was like 18, 19, pulling up to school. I'm not condoning anything. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I used to grin at that. Yeah, this skeleton's <laughs> in the closet, man. You know, this ain't trapped in the closet. Part seven, eight, nine. This is <laughs> real life. You dog, <laughs> real oh. life, man. Like, come on, man. Like, let's use the baby. He in the news right now. That's cool. You know. <laughs> Were you picking up today? <laughs> oh, let me go get it. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, like, like he was the baby, for example. Man, he made them comments. Right. He's still, he still performing. Right. You know, he shot like Chappelle said. He yep. shot and killed a, a nigga in Walmart. <laughs> right. He's right. still before. He's still selling records and performing. It's convenient. Come on, man. That's Whatever's a skeleton at in the, the time. How you kill a motherfucker? You walk. I mean, mm-hmm. I, self defense. I guess right. You, you, you a lawyer over there? What self defense? He out. It must be. You don't know the case. It must be. You know, <laughs> some tricky shit be happening in Walmart all the time. <laughs> and I don't even call Walmart. I mean, uh, letting murder go is kind of frowned upon. <laughs> you, know you don't just like I would think just walk probably. on those. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they. I don't even think they filed on it. That's, all, that's crazy, right? But, yeah. Uh, so, we talked about Meek Mill um, and kind of the, you know, the objectification of women and all that stuff, right? So, the fact that, you know, there's music videos with these women, you know, shaking ass and everything else, Instagram, social media, also, you know, all you see, ass, a little slim waist, you know, man, crazy body and all that stuff. And so, nowadays, getting BBLs, little Brazilian butt lifts and mommy makeovers is a super common thing now, right? So paying for the body that you want, right? So women see these images and they're like, oh, you know what? I want a body like that too. You just go to the plastic surgeon now and get and pay for it. You know what I mean? As opposed to working for it or maybe you feel like you can't get it so you just got to pay for it. Um, how do y'all feel? Are y'all, are y'all for the, the, the paying for your body? Do you find it attractive? Are you against it? Like for me, I'm I, don't, I I honestly prefer all natural, like you know, mm-hmm. tiger stripes and all. Like you know, mm-hmm. been been through some life, whatever. Like mm-hmm. it, I, but I see it. You know what I mean? I see it all the time. You see, you like you said, like JP said, you can scroll through Instagram and that's that's all you see. Every other post. Ass and titties. <laughs> ass and titties. Uh, oh. Ass and titties. Ass and titties. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, it's a, it's one of those things where like far be it from me to tell like a woman what to, what to do with her body, right? But at at the same time, we got all these like societal forces that kind of make women have like a depreciated self-worth of themselves. They watching the tip drill videos, the um, tiger videos, and they're like, oh, you know what? I need this in order to be successful, right? Because um, there's certain accolades that come, well, at least, I think in some people's minds that comes with looking a certain way, right? Sure. There's like this beauty paradigm, right? And people try to aspire towards that, which is, um, you know, socially accepted, right? As, as the standard of beauty. And so, yeah, like 
I mean, I think that a lot of these women are trying to pay for that, you know, to be a part of that club. But uh, as far as it being right or wrong, I mean, I, I can't say it's like. Do you like it? You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm like Rob. Like, I prefer the natural look, but like, I think that a lot of times when you, of course, like if you see something that seems like abnormal, right? <laughs> like, it's gonna like, like, whoa, what is, what is, what is, what is that? You know? But uh, yeah. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Mine will be quick. My input will be quick. I like natural too, but I don't mind it if it comes out right. Right. Like only, only if it comes out right. If it doesn't, nah, that shit's terrible. What are you doing? Like, why would you put your your your, your body at risk? Why would you do all these things? Da 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 da. da. If it comes out right, oh shoot, well dang, all right, cool. But that ain't everybody. So it becomes one of those things that everybody sees that and like, oh. Damn, let's go on you, girl. I should get one too. Wait, no, y'all not the same. Like, but that's we chase those things, right? We chase everybody's like, oh, I see this, I want that. Instead of living in living for who you are, being comfortable with who you are, you feel like sometimes you have to get these certain type of enhancements to, you know, maybe you're maybe some type of underlying security or insecure lack of well, insecurity, lack of security that causes you to do these things. And for me, like I said, I mean, I'm not a fan of it, but if you get it. And it's done right, kudos. If it's not, right. you're bad. Right. It's that simple. I mean, it's between four and like ten k. Like I'm not for getting me. a dick lift. <laughs> is, that, I, is that okay is for that me to say? Is that, that a thing? Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I got Google, but I mean, I wouldn't do that. But I mean, I wouldn't knock somebody if they did. Yeah. As long as it worked, I guess. Right. And what's that called? What is that called again? I don't know. I just called it a dick lift. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing, but. I'm just saying. I just well, well, the, the Brazilian BB. butt lift, the BBLs are between four and ten k, right? Just just for that one session. And they say mm-hmm. it can last months or years, and then it's one of the deadliest aesthetic procedures right now, right? Right. So they they the fat that they transfer from wherever they get it from your stomach, wherever else, and mm-hmm. put it in your booty, that can get underneath the the gluteal muscle and into your bloodstream, and then you know it can basically. Kill you because the fat, yeah, the fat yeah. Will, will run up and run up to your lungs or brain or whatever. So it's like they're they're putting themselves at risk, and and then who are they doing it for? They're doing it for us. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like that's it's I, I crazy. Mean, I mean, I don't want to just say for us. They, I mean, I would hope that they'd be doing it for themselves, um, because they're the ones that's making the ultimate risk, right? Of uh, you know, risking life and limb to to have this, which they believe will like get them across the threshold in society. You know, so I they want them likes. It's both. I they mean, I think it's likes. both. I mean, you're doing it for your significant other, but I, you, know, you said some people are doing it for themselves. Whether it's just okay, a confidence thing. Whether I'm using to do some strange for some change. I mean, no no offense to who's doing that, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, I would think you would do it for yourself first and foremost, and then. You reap the benefits from other people because of that, and you know, just the whole attention and all that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I again, it always goes back to like, all right, I respect people. I mean, I don't disrespect people who who do it. It's just that I frown upon it if it's not done right. Right. Make but sure. you don't know that. Right. Make Everybody's sure. body responds to things differently. Like, like you were saying, Rob. Like the, the like for it to be absorbed, it has to go into the muscle. That's where you have the most risk. Like you can you can have the the fat injected into into another aspect of your buttocks, but if it's not muscle. 
then it's not going to stay. Hence, that's why you get these weird, deformed-looking butts. I've done some research on this stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why that's what happens. But if it's done right and your body absorbs it in the muscle and it stays there, it works. But everybody's body doesn't respond that way. Everybody don't, doesn't have the, the the money to get it done right, though. Some right. people get injected in alleyways, <laughs> you know, like with like something like concrete. You know, I, I, I've seen some crazy. I mean, I've also researched for, you know, <laughs> exploratory research for, for this podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like everybody can't get it done right. So, look. <laughs> you know, like like mentioned, right? If it's done right, of course. But I think I think women need to hear this part right here. Men are so freaking easy. Like you don't even need that to get right. a At man. All. You don't need you don't need the extra booty. You don't need the lashes. You don't need half that stuff y'all do to get a man. No. You know, what do they it, need? even a man with money, if that's what you're looking for. What do they need? Dude, you just be yourself, man. I mean, look, I, I've had this conversation plenty of times. Bust it. Dick Bust is it. easy for women to get, cause oh. dudes is easy. We are nah, be, be straight up, so man. Easy. A man will give it up so fast. You know, it don't matter. Ain't, ain't no man. I'm, I'm just speaking about all my. Single. I personally ration penis. Okay, but I'm talking about I've my. Always been that way. I'm talking about my single homies, right? Ain't none of them fools when like, damn man. Hey, <laughs> hey, you see the lashes on her, dog? Right, nigga, them lashes, man. Lashes I gotta go talk it. to her. Lashes man, no, like that shit don't mean nothing to a man. They just like, I'm trying to get in between. That's it. So you ain't got to do it, but if it's done right, cool. That's your, that's you. So it's the power of the P-U-S-S world. Oh, they they, they have the power. That's what it comes down to. They, they, they have the power, it. man. Yeah. Shit, you know, you know how I go, man. <laughs> you will hurt your, your, your next door. Your, oh, your I've butt. seen it. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen people kill over it. Yeah. <laughs> kill over it, <that>, literally. <laughs> no lie. Man, I've seen franchises fall apart and all that stuff, man. I'm talking about for the natural booty. So, right. you know, the, the big fake booty, you know, if that's you, that's you, that's cool. If it look right, whatever. But you don't have to do that, you know. If it's advancing your agenda to get more likes or be a model or yeah. whatever, great. You know, that's your career. It's that's a confidence cool. and self-esteem thing when it comes down to it, I think. Yeah, I think people feel like, all right, I with this, I increase my power beyond what I have right now, whether it's for monetary consumption, whether it's just for – you know, Man. people just personality de- defects that they're using to compromise whatever but they have going on. But then in that situation, you got to fix what's internally wrong. Of course, but that's a whole other conversation. Surgery, you know, you that, that physical stuff is not going to change that. Yeah. You're still going to be whoever you are inside. Exactly. You know, and you can't have that. You know, I just saying, oh, it's simple. Not even going that. You can go less deeper than that. Okay, I bought some new shoes and this whole new fit. I, I'm going out. But if my confidence ain't there, I'm still going to be that same dude. With yeah. a nice, shiny fit. New, new shoes, but I'm still gonna be sitting in that corner, right? Playing with my fingers, right? Right. And, and to, to, to right. get back off of that, man, like as guys, women aren't the only one that go through these like insecurities, right? Guys go through them too. Um. So, what would be the equivalent, the male equivalent to a BBL? A dick lift. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> don't they have like don't dudes be getting like chest implants and like biceps? No yeah, I think that's a thing, right? It's not, it's not, not a thing. Oh, right, right. <laughs> you, you did do your research on it? <laughs> I get my best people on that right now. <laughs> a dick lift. A dick lift. No. <laughs> Isn't that what the BBL is for? Yeah, because I don't want to make it seem like the women are the only ones like 
doing these things in order to like raise the raise their self esteem. Like guys, we we suffered too. I mean, Roy Roy has uh, expressed the things that he's looked into. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing, guys. I just, just looked look it up. up. Yeah, we'll talk about it. In so a so you know the male equivalent equivalent a pee shot. Oh shit! <laughs> Male equivalent probably be like where where like the the bald guys get that hair implanted on them. You know, <laughs> two like, bald guys here. Hey, they two hey. bald guys. That's not an equivalent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they, I see where men lose hair, they either wear hats oh, all the time. We hey, two wear, dudes with hats here too. They wear. Oh, they, I'm clean shaven, bro. They wear hats it's all the good. time. Damn, that's shiny up there. Oh, shiny. Oh, but, but look, look. Yeah, it is okay. Every time I see y'all, y'all got hats on. Like embrace True. the baldness. I embrace it. Bro. I embrace it. I can't wear a hat like this to work. <laughs> About. No, I'm saying okay, but a lot of bald guys do try yeah. to cover it up, right? Mm -hmm. So you know, you just imagine like that's something that men will go. I forgot the name of that company. Right, right, right. Commercial Bosley. Bosley. Yeah, those companies, right? Where those tell you, oh, we'll put, yep. we'll implant. But that don't hair. that don't stop my confidence. That no, don't stop, no, no, no. You know, but, but some, that's what it comes down to. You know, it's when, an they start, thing. when they start losing, oh, yeah. it, they yeah, start, yeah. oh shit, I'm I'm not the same anymore. Just gotta let that shit go. Let it go. Or, or oh use God. the cocoa bean uh, hair dye to dye the glaze. Natural juices and Betty's. Natural juices and Betty's. It's a penis implant. It's equivalent a real thing. It's a breast implant. Oh, yeah, we're going to talk about this another time. Uh, the equivalent is that, a breast the, implant. Uh, That's what it says. Add that to the list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to wrap this thing up with another segment of. You, you know what really grinds my gears? Um, I'll kick it off, man. With this pandemic, we haven't been traveling as much. But one thing I hate is when you fly somewhere, mm. your plane lands, the little ding happens, and everybody stands up <laughs> and starts walking their ass towards I the front of that the plane. This week. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Where They're grabbing bags, they just, and they just stand it, and then they come walk up and stand right next to my seat right. with their little, you know, <laughs> balls of booty right by my face. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your ass. Back to your seat. That door ain't open in no time At soon. All. Ain't nobody moving. Right. Why are you here? Right. You know, I, yeah, it's, it's been a couple of times where I like, <laughs> well, I'll just stare at them. I'll stand up and just stand right in their face, like right in front of them. We you know, like pre-pandemic. But yeah, like it's, it's I, I can't stand it. That, that grinds my gears, man. I, I, that drives me nuts. No, that drives me crazy too. Absolutely. Like I, I experienced that this past week. Like literally, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Right. There's one door. And I'm looking at you. <laughs> we're, we're all going. And I'm the same like, way. like your stomach is on my shoulder. <laughs> right. What are you doing? You hope that's the stomach. And you still not. On <laughs> <laughs> right. And like, you're still not getting out before me, because I will push you back. Hold up, dog. <laughs> yeah, I just get up. I just get up and just shoulder <laughs> my way. I'm in. Right I'm, in I'm in six F. You in twenty eight C, and your ass ran all the way up here. Right. Right. About to give you a stiff forearm. <laughs> <laughs> I have one grind. Like. Things are all right. So, text and group. All right. So, when someone texts you, I say everybody's everybody knows group text, right? You're in a group text, and then someone sends a conversation to me, hypothetically, like, "Oh, or not a conversation, sends a text to me." Hey, Roy, what you getting to today? And I respond back, "Oh, I'm doing this and that," and we just having a conversation back and forth. Got nothing to do with the group text. Why the hell are you texting me in a group text? <laughs> Why not text me on side? It's equivalency of Reply all in emails. Yep. You got to hit me on the side. Don't text me in a group text that has nothing to do with the group. Right. We don't care 
Y'all do that shit all the time. Exactly. And that's why I bring this shit up because we do it all the fucking time. Hey, Roy, what you getting into? <laughs> right. Oh, oh you know, you know I mean? I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, you, you got my number. It's what's up? Yeah, that, yeah. That because bothers me. It bothers me too, as like the non-recipient of the message, because it's like, okay, I don't matter. Like, I'm just like, no hi, no good morning, exactly. good morning, y'all. How y'all fellas doing? Hey, hey, like Roy, what you doing? I'm like, I'm in this group text too, man. Hey, right. Cliff, good morning. What's up? Something. What's good? Acknowledge me. Yeah, <laughs> don't yeah. just go straight. Hey, where were you at? Yeah. Right. Right. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I hate that. We're the happy y'all. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. I'll just throw one in there. So, I, you know, with COVID and whatnot, we don't work in the workplace as much. Get to work from home and other locations, right? But people who microwave fish and all types of mm. in the in the company break room. It's like, come on, man. I got to smell popcorn, burnt popcorn throughout the whole building. Or that tilapia that you bought. Always tilapia, it's too. It's always tilapia. It's always tilapia. The, the bottom of the sea fish. Yeah, <laughs> got tilapia. tilapia. <laughs> Eight yeah. hours in tilapia. <laughs> and it's smelling, it's smelling the whole building up. The stuff you can't catch at Kennethon Park. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you. Whoever caught a tilapia. You in your office or you in another part. You're like, damn, who the hell microwaved that? And then nobody wants to tell who did it. You right. Know, but, it's, but somebody did it, obviously, because the whole building smells bad. So. Yeah. Man, can you at least microwave at home? Bring something else, man. Stop right, don't bring fish nothing. to the workplace to microwave. Yeah, don't nothing, do that. It's nothing wrong with tilapia, though. I don't that like never ends tilapia. well. And you get the big big post-it note on, on a microwave <laughs> or somebody going to write a post about our, a bulletin thing like, hey, if you're going to be that person that's going to bring fish, make sure. I'm like, I don't want to see that shit. Like, just don't do it. Right. I don't care about your tilapia. Like you said, <laughs> nobody catches tilapia. Like, yeah. you ever went fishing caught tilapia? I've never heard nobody catching tilapia. Tilapia catches right. itself, yeah, huh? Yeah, right. Exactly. It's definitely important. It's, it's definitely important from somewhere. Where's tilapia from? Anybody know? It's imported from somewhere. You got to go yeah, on research, know, guy. Man, look that look. That, <laughs> Save the oceans, guys. Don't eat fish. Fuck tilapia. <laughs> Who got one? Um, I got more. I got more, too. First, I think <laughs> mine would kind of be along those workplace lines is you know awkward silences in the elevator i i hate those um it's like but it's a fine line right because you don't want somebody to be too talkative in the elevator too so what do you want somebody okay when you say when you say that you're saying like a stranger and you guys yeah, are standing there you want somebody to say hey how's your day doing how's your day going you know they really don't care. <laughs> like they don't know you, so I'm gonna ask you how your day's going. I may acknowledge you, give you a heads up, like oh, you know. But you wanna have a conversation. You have a whole conversation. Right, right. I don't want to have. We're, a, we're going one or two deep conversations, <laughs> but like maybe a few words like, of hey, what? Hey, Give me an example. Like, we don't know each other. We're in the elevator. That's true. Maybe you don't say anything. Yeah. Maybe I'm the wrong one. Maybe, <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm on the wrong side of this argument. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to I wanna head nod and say, hey. Uh, acknowledgement. You, know, you just want acknowledgement. Yeah, you know, the guy that just hops on the elevator say, hey, hit six, please. You know, like. No, hey, if you guys. ask me hit six, you better ask me You better ask me how my day is going because I, I ain't your fucking. Like, yeah, exactly. Nah, we ain't doing exactly. that. And that's now, if you don't say nothing to me, that's cool. Like, yeah, I mean, that's how my whatever. days go. Like, hit six. Hey, hit I six. I don't stand by the buttons. You're not going to ask me to hit nothing for you. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but, but there be buttons on both sides. Though. That is cool. I'm still understanding in the back. <laughs> in the middle. Yeah, hit it yourself, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. <laughs> Go touch that shit yourself. That. Right. That's like Ubers, though. Like over talkative Uber drivers. Oh, I can't stand Yeah, that. I don't yeah. pay you yeah. to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, it's awkward sometimes, if you sit there and not sometimes, talk to nah, me. I'm going to say what's I, up. I'll sometimes speak, I want to have a conversation. I've, I've been in yeah. an Uber ride for 20 minutes where like the guy says nothing, and you like, 
wondering if that guy gonna take you to like a bacon <laughs> warehouse. <Exactly. laughs> no, we keep the conversation simple. Like Uber, like let's okay. Within the first two to three minutes, we should talk about everything that needs to be talked about. That's it. Unless I bring something up and ask you a question about something, like where are you going? This ain't the right way. Don't say shit to me. Right. I ain't paying you to talk. Right. Now I first get in the car. Yeah, talk to me because then I'm I'm gonna be uncomfortable. Ask me how my day is going. Hey, buddy, da da da. That's fine. Whatever. Where are you going? Da, da, da. But after that, I don't want to hear. I'm not. I'm not. And this is not you on the couch. Right. I don't want to hear about it. That's the end of it. Then, then or then I should be allowed drive. to tell you, hey, right. guys, shut up, and you don't knock me down stars. Because I got knocked down <laughs> some stars because I was like, hey, dog, you talking a lot, and I'm sitting here just trying to sober up. Two stars. That's it. Like I'm just want to sober up. You talking to me about what's going on at home? Like I don't. I don't care. I just want to sober up. Take me home. (laughs) And I should be able to tell you. Right. (laughs) Right. I should knock your stars down because, hey, you're too talkative. They don't have that on there. You're like, so what were they serving at the bar? Right. (laughs) You think I can come with you? No, dude. Shut up. Weirdo, take me home. So I got another one. So, you know, we all on social media. So the people who got the, 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 you know, the nice motivational, the nice motivational post that they post every day, but you know them in real life. You're just like, dude, man, I fucking know you. Okay, this is this is not you. That's a good. <laughs> and look, that's a great one. That first is, of all, that is not you, man. Like, like who is this guy? Posting or or you? maybe your single homies or single female friends or even ladies out there that have single homegirls. I mean, they post these things about, you know, God gonna get me this and that or da da da. I'm like, man, you were. You know, like, I know you. I know you. I just saw you yesterday. You was up there doing some strange change. You know what we're on talking a, about? Wait on the man dreams. Right. Like, He's coming. On. Just stay diligent. But it sounds good. Right. He issue with stay the wholesome. He hits you with the Maya Angelou quote, and he don't know how to spell Maya or Angelou. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people quote stuff and they can't spell. Oh, man. Hey, I post, I post stuff, though, to be positive. You know, spread positivity. You ain't positive. I'm positive. You you, you talking about yourself, <laughs> right. dude. You be posting shit like that. Oh, that is true. You always post shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Have a blessed day. Self-reflection is everything, hey, and I appreciate hey, you saying that. Hey, I am very positive. Okay, I've turned a corner, all right? I believe you in positive. You turned a corner on Western somewhere over there. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in spreading positive. You know, if you start positive today positive. Good. Yeah, you start today positive, it remains positive, right? So you could spread a little positivity. You know, somebody might absorb it. Somebody might be looking at it like one of you and be like, man, this nigga's full of shit. <laughs> nah, nah. You know, but still. No, nah, I enjoy your monologues. I don't you give monologues, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 monologues. If I'm talking to you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you to get him off. I'm talking about his damn haircut. <laughs> most don't, don't, plead the, don't plead him out, Cliff. Go nah, in there he, and fight. He, he, gonna, he, uh, he doing the, the monologues at the uh, big, big lots. Parking lot. <laughs> 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 That's funny. All right, man. We're gonna wrap this one up. Uh, it's been good, and uh, yeah, man. Follow us on uh, wherever we everywhere. at. Apple Podcast. Yeah, it's free. Doesn't we'll, cost you a dime. We'll be where we at. Yep. And uh, yeah, we'll keep anything you to want you. us to discuss. Be sure to send it to somebody. Hey, y'all. And here's a side note. Hey, man. When you out, stop ordering the cheap shit. When you're drinking, stop. <laughs> Just stop. What, don't order the house? Nah, don't, well, order, well don't order the well stuff. Well, like, no well stuff? Outside of happy hour. If it's outside of happy hour, don't order the well stuff, man. It ain't good for you. Paul Masai? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, sometimes that's not even well, dude. Yeah, it's just thing that just well, says just, just, just drink. It says rum. Right. <laughs> it says rum or vodka. Like, anytime a bartender looks at you and says, I don't know, like, I don't know what this is. 
Don't order that. Just don't put it back. What kind of vodka? Pay the extra two dollars. Pay the extra two dollars and get what you like. Anytime it got the link to the Surgeon General. So I gotta say that that grinds my gears, man. <laughs> what is you doing? Happy hour. You don't know what they put. You just happy hour, whatever happy hour. Terrible. Oh, I got a whole. I got a whole segment on happy hours. Happy we gonna say that for another time. Gonna be short lived. Man. <laughs> you got two or three hours to make the shit count. <laughs> Follow us, man. Send us some questions and all the other good stuff, and uh, we'll catch y'all on the next episode. Peace out. Wham wham. Fun, man.